are listening to Behind the Business Powered by Social House, a live interview series for entrepreneurs and creatives hosted by Tiffany Lanier. Each month we'll interview a local entrepreneur and peel back the layers of what's behind their entrepreneurial journey, brand, and lifestyle. Our goal is to inspire, empower, and support entrepreneurs and creatives as they pursue their work. Fun fact, all episodes are recorded live in front of a studio audience right here at Social House. So if you're local to Lake Worth, Florida and surrounding areas, please be sure to join us for the first Wednesday of every month. We would love to have you. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to the Behind the Business podcast powered by Social House. I am your host, Tiffany Lanier, and it feels great to be back for the fourth episode of BTB. We're excited that each and every single month that we get to talk to some amazing guests. So if you know someone who is on their small business entrepreneurial journey who can use some inspiration and some tips and advice on how to build their business, be sure to share this with them. Today, we have Jules Aaron on. She's a four times bestselling author, holistic nutritionist, and professional mixologist. So I hope you are excited because she is brilliant and I cannot wait for you to hear our conversation. And now that we're a few episodes in, if you have not listen to the previous episodes, go back and listen to some of the amazing guests that we've had thus far. Our first episode was with Shanna Morgan, personal branding photographer of Truth and Tools. The second, we had Darrenis Castro of Simply Flowers. And last month, we had Leslie Gray Streeter. We've been so fortunate to have such inspiring guests. So many gems have been dropped. So go ahead and pick them up over at the Social House blog at socialhouselw.com forward slash blog. This month, we have some really awesome events lined up for you here at Social House. So take out your calendar and know that you can also learn about each of these events at socialhouselw.com forward slash events. On Thursday, June 6th, you can join poet and author Flo's Busico for the launch of a three-part spoken word series to help you use your voice loud and proud. Again, this workshop is three parts, so be sure to check out all the dates so that you can join her. On June 9th, there will be an art and soul meditation and painting workshop with our housemate, Lori. On June 20th, just in time for the summer solstice, you can join housemates Shanna Morgan and Vicki Perez for Midsummer Tea and Tarot event. It is surely to be magical. On June 21st, there will be a poetry open mic night. You can come listen to all the students of the poetry workshop, and you will also have an opportunity to bring out the poet in you. And last and certainly not least, we're continuing our Build Your Biz workshop series with powerful presence online and off, where I will give you the secret sauce to showing up powerfully to advance your mission, your vision, and message, both on the internet and when you're in person, so that you can begin to enhance your professional and personal relationships and all those opportunities. Again, you can learn about all of these events on the Social House website at socialhouselw.com forward slash events. All right, good people, you've waited long enough. Let's talk about our guest on today's podcast. Jules Aaron is a rising author in the fields of natural health, beauty, and nutrition. She's the best-selling author of four books. Her first book was Zen and Tonic. 
savory and fresh cocktails for the enlightened drinker. It's a beautiful book full of healthy cocktails. Her second book is Vegan Cheese, 60 simple, delicious, and plant-based recipes that are dairy-free and that you can make at home. Her last set of books were Nourish and Glow and Fresh and Pure. Nourish and Glow is a book of naturally beautifying food and elixirs that will heal you and give you a beautiful glow from the inside out. And Fresh and Pure is 75 simple recipes of organically crafted beauty balms and cleansers for all your natural homemade beauty product needs. As a holistic health and wellness coach and green lifestyle expert, Jules is deeply passionate about a healthy, wholesome lifestyle that includes delicious, nutritious foods that fuel the body, mind, and spirit. She holds a master's degree from New York University, is a certified yoga, qigong, and traditional Chinese medicine practitioner, and is a certified health and nutrition coach from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. Jules has been featured in the New York Post, The Today Show, Well and Good, NYC, and Mind Body Green. And she's also a regular contributor to Women's World Mag and other national fitness and wellness magazines. I think we have a local celebrity on our hands. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Jules Aaron. Right over here. <laughs> Good Hello. morning, Jules. Hi. So your bio is pretty impressive. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty impressive. I would love to learn more about your journey to becoming a best-selling author, a four times best-selling author. Can you share with us a little bit about what it has taken to get to this point? Sure. Well, like most journeys, mine was definitely a winding road. I did start off, where do I start this? Um, <laughs> I grew up loving um, women's magazines or just magazines in general. I loved the glossy paper, the just all the visuals, that, that sort of thing really excited me and it just fueled me, uh, fueled my dream world. And so I collected these magazines growing up. Um, my mom was struggling to get me to at least um, get rid of yeah exactly right <laughs> yeah and so um, I decided to study uh, publishing or I started off uh, in journalism um, communication program for my undergrad and then I studied um, a business publishing degree for my master's um, and did work for um, trade publications and for a few women's magazines for a, for a short time until I got pretty disillusioned with um, mm. just the, that world um, and realized it really wasn't for me in the sense that, um, that, you know, the corporate environment is not for everybody. So... And that was my struggle. And so I went back to, to attending bar, thinking that I would figure out how I could, you know, just figure out <laughs> figure what, out I, what I'm doing next. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I did that. And I, I attended bar for many, many years. And I loved it. I loved the creative aspect of creating drinks. Um, so I did that for many years. But at the same time, I was in this, like, um, soul searching mode and um, bartending uh, definitely allowed me to um, pursue other interests. Mm -hmm. I had free time during the day. 
I had the means um, that uh, attending bar provided me. Um, and so I began studying yoga. I did several yoga trainings. Um, and then one led uh, to, to the next. Uh, then that um, brought in more interest in Ayurveda's, Ayurvedic studies, um, and then um, Qigong and Chinese medicine. And so it's just building up this mm -hmm. uh, wealth of knowledge just for myself. I had no intention of actually teaching this to anybody. It was really just my own interest. Um, and so I think it, there was a point where I came to a crossroads where I needed to, um, I needed to make a change. Um, mm -hmm. I was getting tired of the long hours from, from bartending. Um, living in New York City was taking a toll on me. Um, and so I was really struggling again um, to figure out, you know, mm -hmm. like I was coming to the point where like, okay, I need to make a decision. Like this isn't working for me anymore. Um, and so I packed up my bags. Um, I had a, um, a small piece of land upstate New York with a very rustic cabin. Um, and I packed up my bags, took my dog and basically camped out um, in the country for like, the summer, the entire summer, and did some some serious soul searching there, and um, that was where I had the idea for Zen and Tonic. Yeah, it just you know I was just it really, all came together. It really did. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you're taking like all of your skills and your experience, yeah. and it all ended in that cabin. Yes, and you're like Zen <laughs> in that in, in, in that alcohol cabin. and yes. tonic. <laughs> yes, yeah. So that's where it began. It so did, it began yes. in this cabin. I mean, that's kind of like an epic, I feel like, story to some degree. You're just like, I'm just, you know, kind of meditating. And then I'm like, Zen and Tonic came right. to be about. I think that's really cool. Okay, so you started writing the book. Is that, did you start writing the book that summer? Or did it take some time for you it, to it definitely it took uh, It definitely took some time. Um, I, uh, it, it definitely, I definitely left, um, started building the foundation for, for that project. Um, but I also realized that I needed to figure out before actually writing the entire thing, I needed to figure out if this was a viable project. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I really started, um, immersing myself in, um, knowledge about, um, self-promotion and, um, branding and, how to put myself out there, mm -hmm. how to, how, because I knew back then that, you know, to pitch to an agent or to pitch to a publisher, you need to have an audience. You have mm -hmm. to, have, you need to prove to them that you can market yourself, right? Um, that you've got a, a, an audience already. And so um, that process was really to see if people cared. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And yeah. start showing up that way. Yes. So what was the most challenging experience that you remember, like, getting started through that process of discovery? Uh, well, just to be seen, um, I think. Um, or just just to be put out there. I'm an, I'm an introvert. So just um, putting yourself out on social media in that capacity um, takes some time to, to get to really get used to to and to just kind of uh, put out your feelers into to, to how do you not overshare how do you share just enough how do you yes I'm not I don't typically share like I would not mm -hmm. 
I would not announce to people um, that it was my birthday yesterday unless, you know, I, yeah, I knew that that's actually, mm-hmm. you know, something that people care about. Care about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's that kind of. So because we're kind of, we just kind of jumped into the topic of personal branding is really uh-huh. what you're talking about, showing up, creating a brand to be acknowledged even by a publisher, right? Like right. this is something that you should invest in because I can get people to read it or I can right, get people right. to show up in this capacity. Um, last month, our theme was personal branding. And this month, we're moving into creating a powerful presence, uh-huh. So, which you definitely have um, online and off because you show up at a lot of different events. Um, did you struggle to, like, I guess did you struggle to start branding yourself? Like, in the, in the age of social media, so when did Zenitonic come out? Um, uh, let's see, uh, four years ago, three, three, okay. is it three years ago now? No, four. So four yes, years yes. ago. So we're talking 2006. 2006? Oh, I'm sorry, 2016. I'm sorry. I'm like, starting to do the math. I'm like, yes. I thought I was off, but maybe it's earlier. So 2016. So did you, did you have a presence prior to 2016 or did you really start amping it up around that time? It, I did have uh, a small following before that, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was great. Um, and of course, I soon discovered that you know I really had to pump that up um, pretty quickly. So, so um, did it come naturally? I know you say um, you're an introvert. So, did you struggle to like really define what you wanted to show up as? Did you have like did you feel like you had to choose between who you actually are and then like the jewels that you that display on, on social media or are they one in the same and then you just kind of became the person that you knew you had to be in order to show up in that way yeah i mean i'm 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 i have to be true to myself so i i never you know i mean i do push my ba- push the boundaries because otherwise i would just not post at all right but um i am true to myself where i i will never post anything that doesn't feel authentic to me so um it, it the biggest struggle for me would be you know that you have to post regularly so you really have to rack your brain to come up with content on a daily basis um, and to me I, I think that's important consistency um, and relevance so you know whatever feels right for you what for whoever you um, represent you know mm-hmm. if this is what I'm I'm putting out there in the world. Um, how do how do I um, how do I put out interesting content uh, related to what I'm writing about um, without just being like, "Hey, buy my books, buy my books, buy my books." Constantly promoting, yes. but actually yeah, exactly. adding the value. Right. Value, right? Yes. So, yeah. how do you do? You have any tips on consistently showing up? Because you say you show up daily, and yes. I know a lot yeah. of small business owners, solopreneurs, struggle with showing up daily. Yeah. Do you have any tips? Um, uh, planning ahead, <laughs> planning ahead, and and yes, and just you know, sitting down ahead of time, uh, planning out your week helps. Um, you know, so that um, so you're not you know struggling the morning of and be like, oh, what what am I saying mm-hmm. today? You know, if you just take just like meal prepping on Sundays, right. t- take an hour and actually plan out your your posts. Oh, I'm going to talk about you know um, 
how to how do I um, get ready in the morning? How do I uh, so, so that would be my Monday post? How do I um, keep my waist to a minimum on Tuesday? You know, just right. small little tips. And it helps when you have, I feel like now, because you have a book to kind of go off of, yes. you can just pull from. Right. So Absolutely. like we can pull from the different types of work that we have and just Definitely. quite literally take chunks yes. out of it Absolutely. and share it with yes. the world. Yeah. And when it comes to, so not just social media, but you also do a lot of press, mm -hmm. podcast interviews, like right now. Yes. <laughs> um, so showing up with your presence and holding space for the live events that you do, podcasts, writing blogs, showing up for all the different press junkets and traveling. How do you keep your energy intact to show up in the most powerful form of jewels? Um, it's, it's a challenge, I'm not gonna lie. It's definitely very challenging. Um, I try to be consistent with my yoga practice. Um, meditation helps tremendously just to keep yourself grounded. I mean, something as simple as like doing like a few um, breathing exercises just before going on stage or, you know, before doing uh, an interview mm -hmm. just really helps you just get centered and come across more relaxed and you're, then, then your, your, your thoughts kind of take over, mm -hmm. you know, and you're just, yeah. So being like in your body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and not Grounded. always living up, yes, absolutely. up here yeah. constantly on the go. I know that that's really yeah. important. As many know, like my practice, my morning practice yes. is really yes. important. So staying grounded in that. What has been some of, so I know when you first started with Zen and Tonic, it kind of was this, not uh, maybe like quarter life crisis of some sort of taking all of the skills, experience, expertise, both education as well as bartending and being in the middle of the woods and being like a Zen Tonic. <laughs> but what have been some of the other um, catalysts for you creating like vegan cheese and then your set of nourishing glow and fresh and pure? Um, I think it was important for me um, to leave um, to leave a legacy in it in the sense that um, the, these are the things that I've learned and how can I um, create lifestyle guides to help others um, through just daily struggles the way I struggled when I was um, soul searching mm -hmm. years ago so I think it was important for me to kind of put that on paper, to have that out there in the world. Um, and when, when you're tapping into that, it comes naturally. It's just mm -hmm. flowing out of you. Um, and so it's, it's like you, you get this um, gut sensation, like when you, you're really truly doing something that um, you're, it's, it's like, um, it's um, it's like passion and purpose connected together, and like all of a sudden you get like this um, gut sensation where you, you know you know sense. yes you know that this is the right thing. I'm gonna move forward with yes, this. exactly. How long does it take you usually to write any given book? Because uh, we're um, talking like four years ago with your first book, and you write yes. four books, <laughs> and it's like a book yeah. a year. It is. It is. <laughs> yes. Of, yeah. Yes. So it is um, pretty much that kind of a schedule. It's a. It's a. It's a year, at least a year per book, um, and it depends on the person. For me, it's a year. Mm -hmm. um, other people take longer, or I've known people to take a lot less time as well. 
But um, again, it depends on the publisher and their process. Um, I'm typically spending about six months on the book and then they're spending another six months on it. Mm -hmm. um, so. so a lot of people don't know about like the process of, you know, we all feel like we have a book in us, right? Mm -hmm. Most people, and we yeah. do, we all have some type of book that we can Definitely. probably put out into the world, but don't necessarily know like what that process looks like. Last month we had Leslie Grace Streeter on mm -hmm. and we were talking about her upcoming book, Black Widow, and some of the things that she did to um, kind of start that process of even looking for a publisher. I know she uh -huh. said she used like Twitter a lot to like search for uh -huh. agents or for people to help um, kind of carry that aspect of the book process. What was your, that first Den and Tonic book, you started building your brand because you knew that they needed to see that you had a presence yes. online. What were some of the other steps that came with getting a publisher to even recognize you or notice? Um, so for me, um, it was just a matter of researching what the process was. And so I knew that the first step was to find an agent. And so, um, but before you find an agent, obviously you need to have like all these steps in place. You need to have a, a, a good, good solid book proposal, um, you have to have an excellent pitch, um, and you have to have presence mm -hmm. to, to show them. Um, proposal, so, pitch, presence. Uh, yeah, look at See, that. look at, yes. I love alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so once you've, you, you've got those um, things in place, you can start looking for, for, um, for, uh, for an agent. Um, the way that you would look for an agent I would suggest pick up a book that you really love um, and see who that agent is um, and do this with multiple books and see mm -hmm. who these people are. And yes, then you can follow them on Twitter, on LinkedIn, you know, try and yes, exactly. And try yeah, exactly. Um, Cause I think some of us feel like they'll just find us. Yes. Is that not a thing? They, no. Oh. No. <laughs> no, unfortunately. No one just finds you? No. It's just really, yeah, okay. That's, I thought that's how you do it. No. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the importance of showing up. Yes. Right? And, and doing your yes. research. And doing your work, yes. And, yeah. and knowing, yes. like, who, because I'm assuming not all agents are considered equal in the sense of how they represent you. And so, like, knowing if this is the person that you're going to be on this very long journey with them. absolutely yeah. do you keep the same agent like throughout for me yes yes i've had the same agent throughout the all my books awesome. yes yeah. yeah yeah i i'm just thinking of like what else would people want to know about um like really starting this this book process because it seems very daunting mm -hmm. but like mostly everything else <laughs> has like a series of processes yeah. that have to occur and have to line up yeah right and small steps you know, don't, baby don't, steps. Exactly. Not, don't look at it as a big picture. Otherwise, it's super overwhelming. Just take the, the small steps that you need to do to, to get to the next step and, mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. And Who was a really big inspiration to you when you were starting out or even right now? <laughs> um, that's a good question. I mean, I, I after I passed my uh, glossy magazine phase, um, I moved into a cookbook phase, and so I definitely have my favorite cookbook authors. Um, and so, um, like all of them, <laughs> a lot of yes, them, because your books so are many. like so yes. beautifully 
made and designed, do you feel like you have like a unique, um, I mean, I've seen a lot of cookbooks and they're not all as pretty as yours. <laughs> so you definitely have like a very like unique style to like, yes. your imagery and, and how you put yourself together. I mean, it really was important to me. Um, I remember when I was um, in the process, I was signing with my publisher for Zen and Tonic, and uh, my editor um, was like, oh, don't worry about photos. We'll get you a, um, an illustrator. Like, uh, to draw them? <laughs> yes, exactly. And I was like, uh, no, that's not going to fly. That, that's just no way, no way. Like, that's, that's a deal breaker for me. Like, I did not... Um, I did not want that. Yeah. I had a, a very specific vision of how I wanted the books to look. Um, and I had to pay for my own photographer because they were just not, they were like, well, sorry, we don't have the budget for, for photos. And I, I hired my own photographer with my, you know, with my own funds um, because I, I had this vision and I wanted it done the way I wanted it done. And, um, and, um, and then my photographer was like, well, I can't work with you unless you get a stylist. And I was like, uh, yeah, that's not going to work because I have, I know my vision. I know what I want and I'm going to be my own stylist. So you so, like, yes. guys like really show up for yes. yourself well, yes. in all of these different yes. phases. So I think, um, don't get so excited that somebody's paying attention that you, you, that you just let things unfold. You have yeah. to take responsibility for the process and for, you know, having... Not compromising yes. your values, your vision, yeah. the overall look and feel of everything that you're creating. Because yes. I, I, I can see that being um, difficult when you're like, I just got a yes, book deal exactly. or someone's Absolutely. paying me all this yeah. money to do yeah. X, yeah. Y, Z. Yeah. And now you feel like you owe them something. Right. Versus yes. it still being your project and you know how it's going to show up for your audience or how your yes. audience is going to respond yes. to yes. it and you have an obligation and a responsibility to them but also the publishers and so it's finding that that happy medium right yeah yeah, mm. yeah. Well, thank you so much for that yeah. so what's been the best piece of advice that you've been given that has helped you grow your business over the years that's a tough one i don't know that i oh, everything sounds so cliche um, it's okay. We live in the world <laughs> of all the things. Um, I mean, honestly, it's it's really um, it'll probably uh, be the same that I just mentioned before. Is just don't lose yourself. Like, really stay in your own truth. Like, really be authentic. Really know what you're about, and really stay true to that. Um, I think that's it's so easy to get uh, swallowed up by the offers and the um, everything that's. Mm -hmm. being the thrown your way yes um, the so glitz and glam exactly <laughs> all of that yes. yes so how do you just how do you stay authentic to yourself through that whole process conviction in who you are yes yeah your values you. really know yeah. your values yeah i'm all about that yeah. <laughs> i'm all about you knowing who you are owning who you are so that you can't you don't waver when someone like quite literally tries yes. to yeah. to bully you into yes. doing things that you don't yes. want to do. Yes, and that's going to happen. That's going to happen. They, they've got a budget. They've got uh, a vision of their own. And you really have to do this little tango dance mm -hmm. and make sure that you're, you're, you're still get, getting what you need out of this. Integrity. Yes. That's what comes to 
maximize yeah. integrity. Mm. Yes. All right, let's get into the quick fire round. So what's your favorite book that you've written out of the four? Oh, oh that I've written? I'll probably, I mean, it's a, yeah, I know, yeah, it's yes. all of your babies, yes. but you know, it's like having kids. You say you don't have a favorite, <laughs> but sometimes you do. <laughs> Just um, I would say Zenitonic because it's my, it's my it's first, first baby. yes, my first baby. First yeah. born. Yeah. Well, then what's your favorite book of all time? Oh, like in general? Like in general. Uh, oh, that's tough. I don't know if I, I can mention my favorite. I can say that I have like a few okay. good ones. Um, Quiet is an excellent book for introverts. Like if there's any introverts, Quiet is an amazing book, um, like like a game changer. Um, and then like things that like have like really uh, left an impression as a teenager when I was reading um, Siddhartha, um, um, The Alchemist, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Those are all good. yeah. Thank you. Uh, favorite gin and tonic alcoholic beverage? Oh, no. Yeah, all of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, my gosh. Which one do you drink often? Or do you, like, what's your mm, go to? I feel like I, I switch it up all the time. So I don't know that I um, have a. Yeah, that I have so a consistent. Not like, no. like, for me, it's, it's not really to me, it's, it's, like it's an inspiration. Go so it. I'll go to the <laughs> farmer's market. Ooh, look at these peaches. I'm going to make something with peaches today. Because you, I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> of course, because you can do all of the really cool things and you make really delicious mixes. And so it's, it's an, exp I'm just like, I like spicy drinks too. Drink. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's spicy drinks. Spicy drinks. I like spicy yeah, drinks. Yeah, I take those. And if you could do anything at any given moment, so like not, doesn't have to be work related, what would it be? Like just anything. Travel? Travel? Yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, you know, take a bath. Oh, take a bath. Oh, well, yeah. you know, I'm all about my baths. We, we, we've had lots of conversations, had lots of conversations about, about, yes, about mm -hmm. our shared passion for baths. You just can't, I mean, yes. can't replace a good bath. No. But traveling. Yes. <laughs> traveling in a good bath. Exactly. Yes. There you go. When you travel, you take a bath at that location. Yes. Both yes. of those things. Yes. Together. Especially if there's a nice clawfoot tub, Favorite. oversized tub. Yes. Favorite. Yes. We're, we're kindred <laughs> in this in this quest for a good bathtub. Um, favorite business tool. Favorite business tool. Uh, social media. I think we're in that age where Instagram. Like, yeah, Would you say Instagram? Yeah, well, for me, yes, it's mm -hmm. definitely Instagram. It's the most visual. So yeah, I think yes, yeah. yeah. Favorite work tool. Work so tool. all the things that you use to create. Mm. That's tough. My bar tools, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's that works. Yeah. All right. Like a shaker? Like a shaker and a <laughs> mixer. A shaker, a mixer. I'm yeah. like, this thing that you... The muddler. Yeah. I'm like, what do you... What is that? <laughs> that thing. It's a muddler. I don't, I don't know the names of those things, but but yes. <laughs> mixing glass. Mixing. mixing. All, the, all the mixologist yeah. go-to tools. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite quote? My favorite quote? Oh, my goodness. Um... My favorite quote. You're like I don't know. I don't. You can. I, I mean, um, favorite words. Word. Favorite, oh, favorite word. words. Um, oh, that's a good one. Favorite, favorite word. word. Um, serendipity. Serendipity. Yeah. So I feel very serendipitous. Yes. You can say that the whole yes. time. Right? Serendipitous. Yes, you can say that. <laughs> you definitely say that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jules, for Absolutely. being here and sharing you. your your wisdom and 
vision of nutrition for all of us. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. I appreciate you as well. And we can clap. <laughs>